Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back. Darren Mitchell here and you're listening to another episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast as we round up the week on this Friday, the 9th of September, 2022. I trust that wherever you happen to be in the world, you and your sales team have enjoyed a very, very productive week and you need some rest over the weekend to reflect, re-energize, rejuvenate and get ready to reload into a brand new week next week. And in today's episode, as we wrap up the week, uh, like many people, uh, woke up to the news this morning that uh, Queen Elizabeth II had sadly passed away at the age of 96. So in this particular episode, uh, I, it's funny how things happen. I was going to talk about something completely different, but uh, when I woke to the news of that this morning, was on a very early morning phone call with somebody from the States and then uh, went out for a walk with uh, with my trusty Border Collie, Millie, and uh, we did our seven-kilometer walk, listened to podcasts. It's amazing what I was listening to this morning and uh, led me to talk about a thing called perspective today. So a couple of things I wanted to talk about in relation to, uh, well, first of all, the Queen, and second of all, another person I listened to in relation to a, a perspective and some of the challenges that many people have, uh, and hopefully give some, some thoughts around perspective and uh, maybe encourage you to also think about, you know, what's really important in, in your particular life and in your in your world right now in relation to all the things that you are chasing and perhaps some of the things that, that perhaps you're not applying focus to, that when it's all said and done, we probably should be placing a little bit more focus on. So uh, first and foremost, uh, I have been alive on this planet for nearly 54 years and uh think about the Queen has been there the entire time. In fact, she was, I think, inaugurated uh, early 1950s, and I don't know the exact date because I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a historian per se, but she's been in the role of Queen of England, Queen of the Commonwealth, for many, many years, and just a phenomenal lady, a phenomenal leader, and a person of influence and service. So a really sad day. And you see all of the uh, all the tributes that are pouring in from around the world in terms of what what somebody like her means to not just people but countries as well, irrespective of whether those are associated with the Commonwealth or not. Uh, just I don't I don't know anybody that has spoken ill of the Queen of England. And uh, despite some of the dysfunction that might exist within her own family, she has always demonstrated a level of grace and uh, a, a stoicness that I think is very very admirable. But it also just puts some things into perspective in terms of you know what life is. Life is not uh, life is not endless. It is finite. And even with the Queen, I mean, I look at I look at her, and and even now I've sort of a little bit of disbelief that she's actually gone because you expect people like her to just live on ad infinitum. And I know that's that's a ridiculous statement, but um, there are some people in the world you think they can't die, they can't pass away. What what's going on? And the world will never be the same. 
So it'll be really interesting to see what happens from now in terms of the, the handover to the king, uh, King Charles, which I, I shouldn't laugh, but that's just, um, that's just funny. But it does put things into perspective. And I, and I wanted to reflect on this because when I was then walking out um, this morning, listening to a podcast, and I was listening to a, an amazing podcast from a colleague of mine, Tiffany Cook, who was speaking with a guy called Michael Crossland. Now, if you haven't well, two things. If you haven't listened to Tiffany Cook's podcast, Roll With The Punches, I definitely recommend that. She talks to some amazing people on a weekly basis and uh, some incredible, incredible stories that come out of those those, those interviews. But also, uh, also check out Michael Crossland, who is a motivational speaker, but his background and his life is, you think you've got problems? Uh, well, try having a diagnosis of what at the time was considered to be an incurable stage four cancer at 11 months of age and uh, then go through a process of being injected with an experimental drug, being one of 25 people uh, being injected with this drug, of which 24 of those 25 died because the drug was eating away the insides and burning the insides of the people's bodies and Michael happened to be the only one who survived, to then have that cancer reappear, to be told in his 20s that he was incapable of having children, to then uh, have the miracle of his wife falling pregnant. But then at 29 weeks gestation, uh, her waters burst and she had to deliver uh, the baby and to deliver their little son. But 11 weeks premature is is uh, probably not ideal, and as he talks about in the podcast, uh, had some serious health implications to the point where the doctors and the nurses were pretty much preparing him to say their goodbyes and prepare the funeral for the little baby, but uh, miracles do happen, and uh, today in 2022, his son is a very healthy four and a half year old, which which is a phenomenal story, but to think of a person who's gone through some of the challenges that he has gone through, and he's he's probably considered one of the most sought-after motivational speakers in Australia right now, uh, and just a phenomenal guy. And if you li- if you get a chance to listen to him, then please check him out. But it put things in, puts things into perspective. And here I am walking this morning, tears running down my cheek because he he delivered it in such an emotional way. And part of it is as a parent understanding just the the sheer pain that potentially we go through when you see your child in in some sort of pain and and I, I recorded a podcast probably 12 months ago on the anniversary of uh, our daughter's uh, birth and we had a daughter back in 2002 by the name of Courtney Rose who unfortunately was stillborn and uh, really resonated with that and I thought the world was going to cave in when that happened but it just puts things into perspective that when you think you've got problems, when you think you've got some challenges, and when you think, and particularly as a sales leader, you know what, you've got a customer that's not returning phone calls, or you've got potential customers who are going to other competitors because they don't necessarily resonate with your with your service, with your product. You've got salespeople who are complaining about their commission checks and not as high as they should be, or they're complaining about their targets, and all the surface level issues that we deal with. When you hear stories like what I've heard this morning and the fact that an iconic person like Queen Elizabeth is no longer here, it just puts things into perspective. You think, you know what, of all the problems that I think I have, that is nothing in comparison to what others are potentially going through. And I remember back a number of years uh, when I had a number of sales executives within within my sales team, we were conducting the end of year f- uh, review, their performance review. And, you know, I, I had to do it because that was the requirement. But uh, quite frankly, I thought it was a complete waste of time because I made sure I was doing one-on-one throughout the whole year anyway. So 
for me, the, the, the performance review wasn't necessarily a retrospective view of how well their sales executive has done. I used that time to start planning what does the next three months, six months, nine, 12 months look like for that particular person. But I remember a number of conversations back in the day where sales executives would have had a reasonably good year. And this is all perspective and it's all compare, comparison. Uh, and yet they would have the audacity to sit in front of me and say that they needed a pay rise because they hadn't made enough money this year. And I'm thinking there are so many people out there that would actually bust their guts to actually get a role and get a position and get an opportunity that you have. And you're sitting there complaining about not getting a commission check or comparing yourself to somebody else. And I found I found myself having to bite my tongue. I actually did in, with one particular person, and I share this a lot with, with, uh, with teams when I'm doing leadership programs, is I, I said, literally with tongue-in-cheek, hey, I'll give you a dollar a month increase in pay rise. How does that sound? And I was being really condescending because I was just sick and tired of the whinging that was coming from this particular individual. Because all I was doing, they were doing is complaining about how the world was against them, how they weren't getting the opportunities, how their sales targets were too high. Any other excuse you want to throw on the table, that's the excuse they were using. In other words, they were very, very self-centered and they weren't focused on service. So they also weren't specific. So when they said, oh, I need a, I need a pay rise, I just gave them, a, how about a dollar, a dollar a month extra? How does that sound? And so you can't do that. Well, I said, well, you haven't been specific. But what was really interesting through those conversations, particularly with this particular individual, was they were so focused on what they thought was the trappings of success. They were so focused on what they could get rather than what they could give. They, they thought... I needed to have the outward trappings of success. I needed to have the good car. I needed to have the big house. I needed to have the big bank account. I needed to have the Rolex. I needed to have whatever the case might be, just fill in the blanks. None of it was based on what was really important. And over time, I started to realize, and this is one of the reasons why I got out of corporate and started doing what I'm doing now, is that it's not about the big external trappings of success. And that that might look good for some, and some people might actually be fired up and motivated by that, and that's fine. But what I found is, when you put things into perspective, it's the things, the little things that give you a level of satisfaction that really actually motivates you intrinsically to do good things. It's how it makes you feel when you see somebody else achieving something and maybe knowing that you've had a small part to play in that. It's the, it's the doer of deeds that is the one who will ultimately get the recognition and the satisfaction and not always the recognition, but the, certainly the satisfaction of seeing that good deed getting done. So one of the key things I've learned over certainly the second half of my of my career, and this is something that I'm really, really focused on right now, and it's, and it's a key pillar of what I teach to teams and leaders, is really getting down and dirty as to what is important. And one thing I know for certain, what is not important is all the external stuff, all the external noise, all the external trappings, the so-called trappings of success. What it comes down to in terms of the level of importance is, is serving others is helping others, it's making contribution to others. And it's it's such a, and when you think about this, and you, when you put things into perspective, it's the small things. It's, it's saying hello to somebody who may be a complete stranger. It's when you go and buy your coffee. It's actually engaging with the person behind the counter, not just the person who takes the money, but also the person who's making the coffee. For years and years, when I, when I had coffee in the city, I would just watch people and I'd watch the number of I'll just say inverted commas, corporates who would come into a coffee shop, to a cafe, they'd be on their phone, they might be actually on a telephone, they might be engaged in some sort of conversation and they treat the person behind the counter, not so much with disdain, but not necessarily as a human being and they don't even engage in any sort of conversation. It's simply a transaction 
They're on their phone. They don't even actually engage with the barista. All they're waiting for is when their number or their name is called, they'll pick up the, the coffee cup and walk out the door. And it's not making any sort of contribution. It's the little things, the smile you give to somebody, the listening ear that you, you lend to somebody. It's just being present. And I always talk about the gift of your attention is one of the most precious gifts you can give to any other human being. And it's all about contribution. So as we wrap up this episode and we wrap up the week, I'm hoping that when you do your reflection, you can start thinking about, okay, what are the contributions that I've made this week? Let's put everything into perspective. What sort of challenges have I faced this week? What sort of challenges has my team faced this week? And how really big are they in the whole scheme of things? If you're arguing and focusing and worrying about the fact that a particular customer is not paying you on time or the fact that this particular potential customer is asking for a further discount or you've got a senior leader who's actually applying pressure to get a certain deal over the line by a certain time. Let's put things into perspective. How important is this in the big scheme of things? And when we have that level of perspective, we think, you know what, what really is important? There's a very high probability that you'll likely realize that the problems you think you have are really not that big and not that important. But because we live in a bubble, because we're told this particular thing is a problem, we focus all our attention on it. So sometimes it means that we've got to take a step back, disassociate a little bit more from the problem, and you'll all of a sudden find that, you know what, when I take a bigger picture of you, I now have a completely different perspective. And when you think about it, and I'm not an advocate of actually comparing ourselves to others, but in the case of challenges, in the case of problems, it's great to sometimes think about and to contemplate and even have a conversation with others in relation to some of the challenges that they are facing. Because here's the thing, if you have a conversation with somebody and they share with you some of their problems and you are wishing that you would have less problems than you currently have, I guarantee you that about nine times out of 10, when you hear somebody else's challenges they're going through or some of the problems they're having to deal with or some of the issues they've had to deal with, you're gonna want your problems back. So please, as you reflect on this week and all the things that have happened, both positive and not so positive, just apply a level of perspective to it and just ask yourself, you know what, how important is this? What is the worst thing that can possibly happen out of what's happened this week? What's the best thing that can happen? And just be okay with it. You don't have to necessarily accept it. You don't have to necessarily buy into it. You certainly don't have to waste mental energy thinking about it. It's just, hey, it is what it is. Because remember, as a leader, one of the key responsibilities we have is to get really crystal clear on being able to define reality. And part of that is to look at the problem for what it is. And sometimes the problem is actually not what we think it is. So let's gain some perspective because when we do that, very, very often there'll be some solutions that will suddenly materialize into your conscious awareness. Uh, but you know what? They've always been there. We just haven't necessarily been focused on them because we've always been focused on that problem. So I trust that message resonates with you as we finish the week. Just felt compelled based on the events of today that uh, that was something that I wanted to share out with you, the listening audience, and I trust uh, that is received uh, according to the intention that I was putting it out with. That is to help, to serve, and to put things into perspective, and always looking for ways to serve the community. So I greatly appreciate you plugging into not just this episode, but also if you're an avid listener of the podcast, greatly appreciate you coming back yet again. May you have a phenomenal weekend, and as always, look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode 
has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it, but also if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.